So what did we just watch? We just watched Soft Top Hard Shoulder. Yep, Soft Top Hard Shoulder from the early 90s. Mm. UK best movie. And why did we watch Soft Top Hard Shoulder? Uh, because it was bedtime. And what does that mean? It means that this movie goes on and we watch it until we go to sleep. And how long has that been going on for? I think you said November. Mm, yeah. When? Maybe November. Um, I can't remember what you said. We're at the end of February now. And October. Right now. I mean, as of now. Yeah. And we have pretty much been watching this movie every night since November or late October. Because why do you think I've watched this movie that many times and that many occasions so frequently and so insanely? I'm not sure why this particular movie. But I think you said because it was like you're going on a journey. It was like a road trip and then the scenery of home and you must find some sort of comfort in it and the i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no you're right there's um this movie is about gavin in london gavin's from scotland and he leaves his family and goes to london because he wants to be an artist and prove himself and be successful um and his but he's a failure five years later he's a failure but he's still in london he's basically borrowing time until he can figure an idea to pay the rent and uh, he gets a meeting from his grant he's his his uncle Sal Vittori and Sal says you need to be at Glasgow to visit your mum and dad your dad's birthday or you get caught of the inheritance so this is basically Gavin's journey back to Glasgow on purely selfish reasons to just go for himself for money yeah he's not a very likable character no not at all he is He's not likable. Probably at any point in this movie, Gavin is... Gavin, played by... Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. He is not likable in any way whatsoever. Mm. Even at the end, I don't think he's likable too much. Well, I think... I mean, it looks like he comes to some sort of self-awareness, but I still wouldn't trust him yet. He would have to continue to earn my... Like trust or whatever hmm. there yeah they he's but it's purposefully played that way right he's played to be an asshole he's a proper dick mm-hmm. and it even shows you he's driving in the middle lane very slowly and even when he's driving he's driving like a dick he acts like a dick he is a dick mm-hmm. and then um, and, and and even at the end I, he might like you said realize he's a dick be still a dick yeah that didn't change who he is. I mean, it'll be easier for him to realize that maybe he needs to be a better person, but mm. whether or not he actually changes, we don't know. Because mm. the movie ends. The movie ends, and then I guess the reason I've been watching this movie every night for months and months on end is because sometimes I'll pick a movie. So I don't, I don't pick them really, it just happens. It's where a movie picks me. Mm. And I'll watch it over and over and over for months and months and months. 
Um, and I don't know why. There's something about the repetition of a movie that appeals to me. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. I don't know. It's a bit. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like a song. I can just listen to it. Can I can be familiar and not challenging, and I don't have to think. Yeah. Um, I had that with maybe three or four movies, like three, or I'll say four, four movies in my life. I've mm-hmm. watched like that much religiously. Maybe there's not probably many movies I've seen more than Soft Top, Hard Shoulder. Hmm. Like and, this is the longest one that you've ever watched. Yeah, I've seen like First Blood and. Um, all those old John Claude Van Damme movies and Stallone and Schwarzenegger movies a hundred times, you know, endless times, but I've not watched a movie this much before mm-hmm. in my life. Now, and Tim, people who know me might think like, "Fuck, you know, he he's watched a lot of movies, but he must that must be really a lot of times." But I've I've seen, there's movies that rank close to this for me in terms of stuff that reason. That, me watching it was um, random movies like Escape from LA. How Not, many times did you watch that? I don't know. I don't know. Like it just, I just play it and it went on. You, did you do the same thing where you had it at night time before mm-hmm. bed? Before bed, yeah. Mm. So it was a ritual. It's like a weird thing, weird ritual. And it wasn't even a good Escape from New York movie. It was Escape from LA. It was this shitey sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. Like, why those movies are... I don't know. And the the other two I can think of right away was... Um, the vampire the, one? Um, there was um, Day of the Dead. Um, the Romero the Romero sequel, Day of the Dead. Mm. I watched that all the fucking time. Over and over and over. And then there was um, In the Mouth of Madness with Sam Neill. Mm. Horror movie with John Carpenter. Um, but nothing... I've, I've watched nothing... As much as off top partial and because it's there's a familiarity like you say he's going somewhere it's like the movie is an hour and a half long but it feels like you're going on a long journey everything so much happens in this movie where you're 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 in one place and then you're in another place and you're always moving to in his little car his little you know soft top mm-hmm. uh yeah it's just um one of those stories that's it's so very brief that you can fit into your night schedule before you go to bed but you get to go on a interesting and weird adventure that feels kind of long that's nice mm. yeah but we also should talk about how you want to get past this movie yeah there's a passing of the movie torches so this one has to die at some point and i want it to die soon because i've seen it too much and i'm tired of it mm. i watch it now and i I see themes that I don't think that were intended. Like you're overanalyzing it. Mm-hmm. So there was um. There's an uh, a theme of old old people or, mm. or 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 older couples in this movie, and you see, um, people over their sixties couples together, in the background, in the background, in the foreground. It's everywhere. It's all over the place. It's just this thrown at you, thrown at you, thrown at you. Mm-hmm. And there's even one scene though in the cemetery, Gavin and Yvonne are at the cemetery with flowers and behind them you see an old lady alone this time but she's got flowers and mm-hmm. she's going to a grave and it's it's this theme of companionship um, and, and they're growing together mm-hmm. and the movie is Yvonne and Gavin's time growing together Mm-hmm. And that's 
either really smart or the, it's totally accidental. I don't know. Like you don't know if you're reading too much into it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm making the movie more of a story. Be better than it is. Mm. But I think the the script is really well done. Like Peter Capaldi wrote it right, and <clears throat> to me, it's got. Having seen it so much, it's got so many weird um, layers. Mm-hmm. Like Gavin's um, landlord, tenant, friend um, mentions very briefly. No, no, Gavin mentions to him how's the no smoking going, mm-hmm. which tells us that he's the, the guy is trying to quit smoking. Mm-hmm. Just a subtle line, but all the scenes with that lad in it, you see him, he's just eating stuff for stuff putting stuff to his lips mm-hmm. like he would he's always doing that these little details are all the way through this movie and um that's the stuff uh, i like to spot catch notice mm-hmm. and, and say hey i found that it's like where's wally i found you fucker <laughs> i noticed you <laughs> where's the other secrets what you else you hiding <laughs> um do you have any um what's the most interesting scene for you in this movie Ooh. Um. I'm not sure. I mean, I like that. The that one line always gets me. The which one? At the at the end, where he's like, kind of like frustrated and realizing like he's he likes her. Mm-hmm. And he's he's probably never really liked anyone ever before. Other than himself. Oh, other than himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just how she, he like blurts out like you make me feel everything. Mm-hmm. I just I like that line. Yeah, just, it's a good well, line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to end it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's kind of up in the air because you don't really know if he's like you can have that realization, but I don't know if he's actually gonna. Will he change? No. Well, Why? I'm wait, wait, wait. Yes. Okay. This is the thing with this movie. I'm changing my mind on a lot. Mm. Um. Yes, he will change because. Um. At the end of the movie, he goes to his uncle Sal's place, and excuse me, Sal offers him the uh, the envelope filled with money, mm-hmm. and he turns it down. Now, if he were to we had pop tarts. That's the reason. <laughs> so if he, he if he would take the money, you'd be like, oh yeah, it's Gavin boy. He's still He's in got, there. Yeah. But he rejected the money. He says, no, no, I've got everything I need. So he's he had his epiphany. He's sticking to it. Mm, yeah, he's sticking to it. He's done. He's mm. fine. Yeah. Um. What, uh, what do you think your next movie will be? Um, I don't know. Like, how does it? How does it choose you? This movie, I was had a bad job at the time, right? Mm-hmm. And it was tough and shitey and I was alone. And I only had a certain amount of hours when I came home before I slept and then had to be back at that place. So I would come home, make my dinner, and then with that limited time I would watch this movie, which was so short, but would feel long. Mm-hmm. And it took me some and it took me back to Scotland, back home and a long trip mm-hmm. and back to Glasgow and all that place. And so 
Um, that's probably why I watched it for comfort reasons or whatever. And whatever the next movie is, I'm stuck with watching forever and ever and ever. Will probably be determined in where I am in my life. Hmm. It's kind of ponty explanation, long winded. But it might be true. I think um, I've probably seen this movie more times than even Peter Capaldi. And I could <laughs> ask him questions that he probably wouldn't even have thought of. Why the fuck did you do this? What is this? The director in this... Here's the... This movie is not perfect. I'm making this movie sound good. It's not good. There's like a lot of flaws. The, the photography is way off, right? Mm-hmm. You've seen it, right? They, they, they cut off eyes. Yeah. If the framing is way off, you can tell they kind of done it on the fly in one yeah, take. and the directing's not very good. Yep. And it's probably maybe his first movie, I don't know. Um, um, I know he did a couple of British movies, but... Um, did he direct it too? Not, not Capaldi, it was an, um, 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 a, a British director who went on oh. to do... Um, There's another, another big movie, Shooting Fish, I think he did, but um, this one... There was something about the cinematography that was just not... Not there. They, they didn't capture faces. There was always a... You'd be looking at the tip of someone's nose and it's completely missing their eyes, their forehead, or something like that. Um, and what was that? Something of, some, like a continuation error where he was like on the bed? Oh, yeah, or the continu- continuity error. Um, yeah. Where he offers her the bed and... So he sleeps on the sofa, but when he wakes up, opens his eyes, he's on the bed and... Or something like that. Yeah, anyway, there's a, a lot of little nitpicky stuff that a, a person who's seen it too much can can pick on and, 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 and tear apart. You've thought about it more than Peter Capaldi ever has. Yeah, and um, I don't really know why. So, um, But overall, as a movie, um, it's a solid movie, but I think someone who'd watch it for the first time would be like... Meh, it was alright, it wasn't great, it was just blab. But for someone like me, it means more to me than... I know it's a mediocre movie, and it's not. It's just above mediocre movie. But it served its purpose somehow. But it holds a, a soft spot in there somewhere for yeah. me. And um, yeah, I don't want to ever watch it again in my life. Mm. So I think tonight was the last time I'll watch it. Whoa. This is the final viewing. Yeah, I'll figure something out. Something else will get me through. Yeah. Would would you give how many soft tops and hard shoulders would you give soft top hard shoulder out of ten? Well, I think I'd probably enjoy it more because of the circumstances around. Like if I just sat down and watched this, I'd probably think, yeah, it's alright. But I think as like. It's part of, like, like you said, the ritual. You end up liking it more. Like, I'm actually thinking about it and talking about it more than more so than I would if I was just, like, casual. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm trying to say <laughs> is I give it... Seven. Seven. That's where I would go to as well. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a good, strong seven movie. But I think we have better, better cinematography. It might have just been, uh, I don't know, a real classic like John Hughes type movie. Yeah, it just needs to be polished. Just polished. It's a bit of polish and it would have been like bang. Because mm-hmm. every character he meets, 
Gavin meets is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, Jadowski, you know, Mr. Mm-hmm. Is it Peter Jadowski? I don't know, Jadowski, and he meets some of these, like, it's a Polish name, and he tells him his family history and shows him a picture of his Mr. Pickle and the dogs. And it's really just that you tell this guy he's just going with it, this this um actor, and it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's um um and and the woman who picks him up to who repairs a car takes it away is some proper psycho who mm. like what was it she did? She says um something about um screaming kids or something. And it was like something about I just remember her, her having a strange conversation with Yvonne. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, she's like, I'm a bit of a manic depressive. Yeah. It's like, it's a bit of oversharing. You just met these people. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I knew you were, you've been carrying scars. Mm-hmm. And then that's a strange thing to say to somebody. Yeah. That was, that was pretty. I was like, don't. Forward. <laughs> pretty on. Right. Psychoanalyzing. <laughs> I liked um I liked the strange moments of humor and I, I hope I was hoping to be more like when the she's trying to calm him down Yvonne trying to calm calm Gavin down because road rage and just says have you tried hoovering and it shows you him on the hills hoovering the hills mm. vacuuming <laughs> the vacuum cleaner and uh, it's just a random moment I think one of those moments where they were probably stuck at location for too long. And they're like, oh, fuck. You know what? Let's just... This is not even in the script. Let's just film just me hoovering. Film. Yeah. And just throw it in if you can. Like, that kind of guerrilla filmmaking. Mm. Lots of cool moments like that. Even the actors here don't feel like actors. There's a scene in a newsagent's near the end when Gavin and Yvonne go into the newsagent's to buy tickets for the bus. And um, there's the, the lady in there. Talking to the... Yeah. Yeah. And she's talking to Peggy, and then um, the the guy with this the Scottish most Scottish name I've ever heard, um, comes in. Um, she says, "What's his name?" The the bell chimes and he opens, and she says, "Oh, uh, what you say? What's his name?" Mm-hmm. Old guy. Um. Ah, oh, fuck. Anyway, Angus. probably something like yeah, Angus or something. But he comes in and. Um, it just feels like one of those shops you'd go to, go to and as a as a boy to get you know cola cubes mm-hmm. and you know um cola cube red um cola cubes and um 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 what's those little cola bottles you, the gummies yeah like did yeah. you get did you get those here yeah they're like little Pepsi cola uh, gummies and they're teeny right yeah they're wee. What I would do is I would um take them and bite the gummy lid off, like I was cracking <laughs> like it open, proper. <laughs> and then I'd drink it, pretend mm. I was drinking it. <laughs> yeah, or um I'd suck it a long time and then I'd be like, okay, that's all the coke gone, so the one is done. Because <laughs> you know when that coke, when that coke flavouring is gone, like, yeah, that's a coke flavour gone. I don't think I suck on it. For that long. It's a test of character. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't realise it was a thing. It is. The longer I mean I made it up just now, but the longer <laughs> <laughs> the longer you suck in a gummy, it's um you are you are basically Arthur, King of the Britons. Mm. 
So it's a, it's a sure test of humanity. Mm. Patient Hard skill. life over there. Mm, I've done it. I've mm. lived it. Yeah. I've been there. That makes I've more sense now. sucked the cola from the gummy and pulled the sword from the great stone and raised it aloft and says, yes. Anyway. And the one. <laughs> anyway, soft top, hard shoulder, I would say it's a lovely movie and I cherish its place in my little body space mm-hmm. and all the, all the stuff that it's given me. But I don't ever want to watch it ever again in my life. Um, so I would give it a 7 out of 10. Well, I'm excited. To move on. To, to no, I want to know what your next one will be. I'm excited to... You're excited to be frustrated every single night? No, I'm not frustrated. Okay. I just think it's it'll be interesting to see what the next one is. And well, then we'll analyze why it's this one. Mm. Or how. Or how or why and how it got there. Yeah. Mm. So, what did we just watch? Soft top. And we will watch something else soon.